to the Hammering Way podcast. It has been a busy few weeks for myself and for Joe, and it's been a busy few weeks for West Ham United. Um, I think it would be better for us instead of the jump from game to game and talk about where each game went wrong and what happened to just talk about the general state of affairs right now. Um, so I'm going to ask you a few questions and you, uh, you tell me where you stand on this. All right. Cause that's how we're just going to start this. Cause to be honest, I, I can barely even open Twitter these days. Wait, before, before we start, I want to just go through the results since, since the last time we recorded yeah, a podcast. Read, read, read the results. Since the last time we recorded a podcast, which was January 23rd. Jesus. We've scored one goal and conceded 12, 12 in four games. 12. And before that, it was we were not doing too hot either. You know, I, you know, now that we're finally doing this, and we should have done this. A while ago, we should, I should be piling on from last week and the week before. This week, I got a lot to say about a lot of guys, but I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you a few questions first. Yeah, let's do it. All right, Moyes, in or out? I'm gonna go in hard in, hard in. Okay, Moyes in the summer, in or out? We'll see. All right. We'll see. I'm leaning like strongly leaning in, but like in the case of us like bottoming out in in the, for the rest of the season, like if we like truly like the door falls like out from under us, we finish like tenth and we don't win the Europa League, then yeah, sorry. Probably look I for think, somewhere else. I think. That unless we are playing Champions League football, and this isn't because I want Moyes to go, I'd be, I would happily keep him if we um, qualify for Europe again. Uh, but I think that the club has a decision to make because I mean I've been thinking about this a lot. When they hired Side Ten, it always kind of felt like preparing for life after Moyes, and the better things went, the more it became they had to live life together. And with all these weird reports coming out between the Liverpool thing and thing that he wants more control i think that sullivan is going to have to make a decision about what direction he wants to go in and if they really want to evolve their play style and they want to become like an analytics based club like brighton or like any of these other guys like leverkusen obviously then then you have to move on from Moyes if you want to do that and that's okay you know but what people have to understand is that playing good football, A, does not guarantee results, and B, it doesn't mean that we're going to be better. Like, you have to have somebody, like, yeah, could we play better with possession? Sure. But playing well with the ball does not equate to being, like, free-flowing and entertaining. That's not what that means. Like, we can still be pragmatic and have the ball. Manchester City last year were probably the most pragmatic I've ever seen them, Mm -hmm. and they won – Everything. Arsenal this season. Arsenal too. are incredibly pragmatic and they're a much better side than they were last year. Like if you really break it down and what's going on, they overperformed everything last year. They were so exciting to watch, but they fell apart at the end because they were maybe too fun and they were mm-hmm. too open and they played too much chaos and too much rock and roll because number five, whose name I won't say, um, his past selection is ambitious we'll call it he just is he plays too chaotic he moves it too quick he moves it too vertical that's why they got deck i think that they wanted to play them together but not here to talk about arsenal mm-hmm. um but yeah it's but i'm i'm sick i'm sick of this this moise out shit he's a great manager like can we be fucking for real the the moise out stuff for this season is crazy like to want I, him to want him sacked is like beyond me it's it's like self-inflicting you know like that would only do like terrible irreparable near irreparable damage to the club if we were to sack him during the season it's not even something that's being considered i i I really don't think like if they were gonna do it they would have did it last year you know 
And what what is sacking him during the season going to do? What is it going to do? Seriously, right? Like, what what is that going to accomplish? Like, we're still in a race for Europe, dude. And like, Paquetta's coming back. Like, it's 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 weird. Does that mean nothing? Like, obviously, we should have performed better without him. We finished seventh with Piat. Had a pretty damn near similar record. Probably, I think we drew more games. I think we won more points in eight without Piat or seven without Piat or whatever it was than we did without Paquetta, which is ridiculous, by the way. Yeah. But whatever. Um, your thoughts on Tim Stiden and what seems to be him rocking the boat? Rocking the boat in terms of of, of what? With everything he's done, all his little fucking bullshit since the Liverpool thing. Um, just generally, um, he. I guess this isn't like a criticism or whatever, but why does he talk so much? Like, what other technical director gives this many interviews? <laughs> and is like somebody constantly... who's not somebody who is not happy, bro. No, but even like, even like, like talking like giving quotes about Calvin Phillips or Edson Alvarez, like he just talks a lot. He's and then he's like, out. he's in Fabrizio's pocket, like constantly being shouted out. I know. It's weird. He's just a weird I, guy. I don't think I he's like, necessarily I, unhappy, but I, I look. I don't really subscribe to this like Moyes versus Stiten like Cold War Civil War type thing. I think it's ridiculous. I think that they work together pretty well. I think that they would both be better off if they learned to love each other and they learned mm. how to be together. And I think that they would do great things together. Um, I I do think that. Moyes isn't necessarily a fan of having a technical director, which isn't even um, the word I'm looking for. It's not speculation. Like this is reported like by X over the summer. He's not a fan of it. Just fine. He's old school. And he, you know what? He's good in the market too. So I can't hate him that much for it. Um, And then Stuyten, I don't want to say he was promised things because that's speculation. And it's maybe a little ridiculous to assume that, Sullivan was promising him all this power. Um, but I think maybe there were implications made. And I think that to a certain extent, he thought he would be okay not having final say. Um, but, you know, a downturn in form and then everything with Osman happens, which is Sullivan's fault, um, mm-hmm. if we have to blame anybody. Um, and then, you know, maybe on deadline day, things didn't go the way he wanted with Moyes. They didn't get a player. I, I don't know what happened. But I think he is at least frustrated. And I think that there's truth to these reports that come out. Because like you said, he doesn't shut up. Um, I still think he's good at his job. I just wish he would shut up. This window was really bad. Like, really, really, really bad. I can't believe it went as bad as it did. I mean, you're going to get crazy. But, like, the Phillips shit isn't over. I'm not going to say he's going to be all right because this seems pretty doomed. Um, but, like, I'm willing to let him play and just see what happens. Uh, he's not, not earning not, not, not getting a winger. Is, he's he's going to play. Moyes is going to play him. Um, not getting a winger is just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's, it is the worst transfer decision we have made during David Moyes' time as manager. Yeah. Easily. It is the worst. Not that recent results have been purely down to that, but it's definitely contributed. And I think it also has a mental effect on the squad. Because not only did you sell two players that they know we probably needed for this, but squad's very close. You sell out two guys, send them out that everybody likes. No matter what you think about Ben Rahm or Fornells, everybody seems to love both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to not replace them, it's like, and while Paquette is out, like, that's going to have an effect on the players who are playing, um, which isn't an excuse for them being horrendous, which isn't an excuse for Moyes really not coaching us very well after the Sheffield United game for the rest. Um, But it's going to have an effect. And I, yeah, it's just an obscene decision to make when you're sixth in the league and you can really do something. And it's, it is reminiscent of January, 2022 when we didn't sign a striker. Yeah, well, I I mean those like those decisions were were those sales were good in a vacuum, you know. Like 
we ended up getting pretty decent value for both those players. But, Absolutely, yeah. You know, like this isn't just like FIFA, you know, or FM. Like you need to be you putting even bodies out there. FM. Yeah, I guess this would not work in FM. But um, I, I should have said FIFA just because I've no, I've never played FM. I'm talking about shit I don't know about. But you would pay for playing Ben Johnson on the wing in FM, probably yeah. worse than we did, at least against United. Yeah, because Ben Johnson's pretty been pretty good wherever we've put him so far. Yeah, which is respect to him because like he's Jordan had the toughest job. Yeah. Um. But yeah, um, like it should like it should have just been somebody, you know, like even if we had to panic buy someone or panic loan someone, it needs to be a body. It like especially if there was no ever intention to use Maxwell Cornet, which maybe there shouldn't be because he's not that good. Yeah. Like why are you leaving that why are you leaving him to be your only true winger or like person who can play on the wide left, you know? It, it's it's Totally not okay. And I completely agree with you because the thing is people are like, oh, you shouldn't panic buy. You can't panic buy. Every once in a while, yeah, you do need to panic buy. Even, look, a club of our size having made the money that we made from selling Benrama and Fornals and Career. I know, like, I am personally a fan of this guy, even if, like, he hasn't been that great at Marseille. But, look, if they're not going to loan you Ismail Asar and they're like happy to kind of get rid and the price is rumored to be like under 16 million like pull the trigger man like it's not he's 25 you can sell it's really not going to hurt you that much and he brings attributes that we need yeah he might not be perfect it might be a panic buy but you guys made your bed by going after two targets with situations for both of them that made deals incredibly difficult so obviously, Sullivan doesn't help with Osman. And then you don't get either of them. Now you're stuck on deadline day. And we shouldn't be playing on deadline day either. That's ridiculous. Um, mm-hmm. For that to happen twice in a season is embarrassing. But look, you made your bed. Like, to not buy a win. I cannot even fathom not buying a winger. Like, it's insane. How do you do that? It's really terrible, to tell you the truth. Like, I, I've been a huge fan of Stiden since he got here, but this is that this is it's ridiculous, unacceptable. Just totally unacceptable. And you know what? If Moyes might have final say, Moyes might say, "Oh, I don't want you know somebody I'm not sure about." Stiden has Sullivan has final say at the end of it. And like, yeah, maybe he backs out his Moyes, and that's a bad thing to do. But Stiden has to get into a room. It's his job. This is part of his job. He has to be in the room with them, and he has to tell them, no, this is, like, it's my job to build the squad, and I'm telling you that you need a You can't not replace these two. Yeah. And then this stuff with the paperwork is also embarrassing. Um, Especially, I yeah. That was- I don't want to talk about that too much, but that that's that's ridiculous. It's so obviously us trying to like kill the deal. So embarrassing. Yeah, I, I I think that they really did try to kill the Ben Rama deal, and then like Leon kind of scared the shit out of them, mm-hmm. or the, maybe they fucking forgot. I think that they claimed that there were like Wi-Fi issues at the stadium, which there always are apparently for fans and shit. It's just it's it's so they're not on the same Wi-Fi though. They shouldn't you know, be, but they they're, they're probably not. Like they probably got the office. If they are, I'd plug into a damn Ethernet cable, bro. It's like sixteen dollars. Yeah, they're just lying. Like they're just lying. It's ridiculous. Um, all right, another name for you. Somebody who I'm fucking done with. Do, do you want to try and guess? A Gary? Yeah, done. I'm done. No more. No, no, no. It's no more. Like, it's no more sympathy. No more hand-holding. No more, oh, he played well besides these two. No more. He can go. I would sell him in the summer. He makes it hard. If there's a Saudi Saudi bid, then, yeah. I I don't care where. Find the bid. Find the bidder. 
because I'm fucking done. And look, there's a there's a good defender in there somewhere, maybe. Uh, uh but I'm I'm not I'm not doing it anymore. Yeah, because even even in the Forest game, he had like 30 good minutes, and then all of a sudden, 45 good minutes, 45 good minutes, really. Oh, he he also got like bodied in the box by uh by Aouni. Yeah, I do remember. that one that one chance. So I I, I left it at 30. But um, yeah, like he can have a great game and then just get bodied for a goal. Like he, he's just not cut out. It's just it's too often. It's it happens in a lot of different ways, and it's just time. Look, no more excuses. I'm sick to death of him. If if they want to keep him, like a new manager, fine. I I mean, but the thing is, is under a new manager, ideally it would be Stuyten's decision. Because the other thing I'll say, if they let Moyes go, and then Stuyten also goes, that that's a nightmare. It's a fucking nightmare. Literally liquidate the club at that point. Yeah. You know. Like at that point, we're done. It's over. We had a good run. Um because Saiten is the not the backup plan, but he's the the life after Moyes, but he's the contingency mm-hmm. plan. Um because I understand that you need center backs, but like no matter what happens, you have to buy a left sided center half this summer. You can't you can't not do that. He he just can't he cannot be playing games at the clip that he's playing games at. It's it's insane. And then do you promote Mavropanos to starting center back over Zuma? Probably. Especially again, it all depends on the manager. But if you're playing with anybody who's not sitting deep, then yeah. And you know what, dude? I I think Mavropanos is a good player. I think he's got similar issues to a Gerd. Um in terms of like mistakes and stuff, but his mistakes seem to be less like purely calamitous. And they also, I mean, I don't want to like, like oh, his mistakes are ones that he can cut out, but he is just twice the athlete of Garrett is, which is saying something because Garrett is a damn good athlete. But Mavropanos is bigger, faster, stronger. Um, Not faster, but he's definitely bigger and stronger. He's, he's close to as fast. He's, he moves, bro. Maybe not fast. He does move. No, yeah. He moves. But, but Garrett is just one of the fastest center backs in the league. That's all. That's really the only thing he has going for him. It's that high line shit. Mm-hmm. But Mavropanos, him being an athlete and him being like, you can't you can't really easily move him off his spot, you know, as a as a striker. Um, and that that makes the world a difference, especially for Moise. In this league, yeah. And I also think that. Mavropanos is the kind of guy, I think that he's settling into it now. I think he's getting used to it. I mean, I know he played like seven games with Arsenal, but, you know, he's in the Bundesliga for however long. I think he's really, like, getting used to the league. Like, I think we – it's time to let it rip. We need – we need – we've gotten a taste. It's time, time for the whole – It's time for the whole up. Mm-hmm. Shout out to um, – Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce said that. Yeah, about Embiid. Yeah, I thought he was talking. I thought it was Charles Barkley said that. Paul Pierce, sicko. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I would love if we could sign Kilman over the summer. I don't think it's gonna happen. Um, but like the the Garrett thing, it it's been a roller. It's like the mere mention of his name, not to do another reference, but. He infuriates me. I I can't can't even look at him anymore. Like I I don't I won't know what I'll do because with Zuma like yeah it's probably over. The athleticism is going fast. He's like the Lightning McQueen meme. Mm-hmm. It's fading fast. Yeah, my my goat is washed for sure. My goat is washed. But like a a Garrett can't be a Garrett is gifting goals. Both goals mm-hmm. we conceded were his fault. Purely. The first and one is every, so fucking lazy. It's every game he's giving goals away. Just can't be doing this shit anymore. With with these two. And especially mm-hmm. him. It, you just have to spend big money on a center back. Um, I, I, I think it's generally good practice to be buying center backs like every year. I agree. Like you can't have enough. 
And we basically have been buying new center backs every single year, at least one since and Moyes got here. This is another thing that people forget about Moyes is like how ridiculously we were run before he came here. Like we, I think the only center back we ever bought for more than fifteen million before Moyes was hired the second time was Diop. <laughs> um, somebody can correct me if I'm wrong about that. Um, but just thinking about the center backs that we signed in the era where we would sign a center back for more than fifteen million, Diop was twenty twenty one million, Balbuena was four million, Dawson was two million, Ogbonna was ten million. Did we sign anybody? 16, 17. Don't think we signed a center back. 17, 18. We definitely did not sign a center back that summer. Um, Devin Diop and Buckley. Yeah. Yeah. So that's insane. Because you think about that. It's a Diop, a 20 year old, 21 year old from France, playing at the bottom of the league in France for 21 million, who was great his first season was the only center back that we ever bought for more than 11 million pounds before we hired David Moyes in 2020. And since then, <laughs> right, we like... bought Zuma for 30 million. We've bought a Garrett for 30 million. We've bought Mavropanos for 20 million. Um, and we brought Dawson in. And every every one of those center backs has worked out to an extent. A Garrett is the worst signing out of the four of them. And and um, Carrera as well, even though he wasn't Carrera, 15. Yeah. yeah. So, and Moyes does the same thing. I mean, with the midfielders, Alvarez is great signing. I mean, Warprouse, and we'll get to him. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he's given Moyes what Moyes wanted. Uh, but it, it's it's time that as a fan base we're honest. Because the Warprouse thing is very, it's a reflection of the Moyes conversation. Where either, yeah. like, you are totally in or you are totally out. Like, we need to be normal. About Moyes, about James Warren, about everything. As a, like, it, it's time as a fan base. It's February twentieth. We're gonna have Europa League games. We have games that we can win coming up with Paqueta coming back. It's time as a fan base that we act normal. As long as I can reserve my right to not be normal about Calvin Phillips. No, dude. No, no. You don't because I'm because I'm fucking sick of this. It it's it is too fucking much. We need to be normal. We need to be able to look at what David Moyes is doing and be like, he is the best manager in West Ham's Ever. Premier League history. Period. End of story. There's no argument. There's no debate. There's no nothing. We have to be able to look at David Moyes say he is a good manager who does good things, very good things with clubs outside the top six. He has a unique style of play in the modern game. Then you have to look at him and say he's not done well recently. Um, he can also have blame for the left wing thing. I think that side comes first. Like, you can say he's too reliant on War Prowse. He sees War Prowse on the level of Kudus, Bowen, um, Paqueta. I think he sees Alvarez on that level too. And I knew um, this was that was going to happen, by the way. I, I'm I pretty mean, sure every, I... everybody knew that was going to happen. Yeah. But it's like, He's not. He needs, and it sucks that Phillips got sent off because he was not having a great game, but he was he was doing okay, and he was trying to get involved, and he was you know getting back into the flow of things. So it sucks he got sent off because you know what? The referee, the referee was horrible from minute one for both sides, like not because we look like the referee for the first twenty five minutes of the game forgot his whistle essentially, had no control over the game. It was one of the worst referee games I've seen in the league this season. Maybe the worst. Just zero control over the game from kick one. And it leads up to the first Calvin Phillips yellow card because he has no control over the game. We got guys running in from away from the ball to knock it out of Calvin Phillips' hands. Are we fucking serious? Like, okay, maybe you shouldn't react like a petulant child. But you know what? When that happened, and I stand by this, I fucking like that, dude. Like, yeah, shove him off you. Like, show emotion. Like, be emotional. Like, keep it in check, but I'm okay with him getting booked there. The second one, he doesn't need to make that challenge, sure. Mm -hmm. But to give him a second yellow card for something that's debatably not even a foul, and I think maybe it is a foul, to to book him for that is so ridiculous, especially with the way that that game was being refereed. It's insane. 
can't fucking Why? send somebody off for that. Watching it back, he like does come in pretty reckless, but on the way that the on by judging by like how the game was being refereed, bringing the second yellow out at, in that moment was very. It felt very out of place with the rest that's, of the game. That's exactly my thing. Is for the referee. Okay, fine. You want to let them play or whatever the fuck. That's not letting them play. It's just letting guys get away with murder on Antonio. Which welcome back. Got the full mm-hmm. fucking experience. Um, like to set a tone where it's a physical, physical game to book somebody for that. When that challenge is being made the way it's being made because of the way that the referee set the game up, and like essentially, the referee has caused those two yellow cards to happen, and then is sending a player off. I keep losing my train of thought because it's it's infuriating right now. Everything, but what I was getting at was that it sucks because if he if Phillips just has like this average game where he's not that great, but you know he's like putting himself around, like maybe just fucking maybe you can go next game with Phillips and Alvarez in the pivot. And you can put Kudus in the 10. And you can put Bowen back out on the right. Because I think getting Bowen back out on the right would be good for him. You can put Antonio up top and you can have Paqueta off the left. Then but now I guess can't that even try that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Listen, like about, about Calvin Phillips, I mean, he bothers me. I, I don't like looking at him. I don't like talking about him. I, I Seeing him the way he's played has... It's 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 almost been like an insult, really. He's it, it doesn't look like he cares out there, and it's like sad to reduce it to that. But like you're just not seeing even a sliver of what what got him the move to City, and I don't know if spending years on the bench, like made him I would say, like, fall out of love with the game or whatever. But like I like, I would say that he spent um, all of his minutes against Bournemouth. United and Arsenal building fitness. I would say that he came into that Forest game with a point to prove, and he was trying to. He was like, he was running around. He he needs to play with more personality and confidence. He has to get himself on that ball and take responsibility, which is at this point probably foreign to him. He hasn't taken responsibility with the ball in about three years. Um, but yeah, the the first three performances, especially Arsenal, were pretty Pathetic. disrespectful. Um, but that 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 is what pisses me off about this red card is that like and i've been lenient with him because like if it works it's great and it gives you you can change things that we haven't been able to change because we spend so much or like so much of what we do tactically is built around oh like getting the best out of these midfielders. And it's about hiding the lack of athleticism in our midfield, which we've done a great job at. Um, and Ward Prowse is a better athlete than I probably gave him credit for over the summer um, just because of the motor and how much running he can do. And he's a good presser when he gets to it, but he's still a very limited athlete. Um, and then without Paqueta, you see the limitations in his passing game, especially if he's playing in that 10 role, if you want to call it that. Or he was um, on the wing, and that was terrible. That was crazy. Um, and then every once in a while, he'll have a good cross or something. Because he's not a bad player. He's just not – he's not something somebody that you build around, which is okay. That's okay to say. And that is okay to acknowledge that. And then if somebody wants to come, oh, he has 15 goals and assists. He has one assist – since the Nottingham Forest at home game. That's crazy. One assist. <laughs> he has one assist and one goal that wasn't a penalty. And that's he scored against Spurs and he assisted against Arsenal. Damn. Our two best wins of that entire fucking period. And this is exactly what I said over the summer when we signed him is that he's going to have to contribute a comical amount of goals and assists for this to work. And he was doing that for a long time, and it was working. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then he was still putting in good performances throughout December, you know, without the goals and assists. 
which was fun, but it was because, you know, the the three players you have up front, the talent there is also comical, especially when they were all clicking that way. Now one or two go out, you start looking back to where Prowse, like you have to produce the goods. And when he's not doing it, we struggle mightily. And he's never yeah. going to score a free kick. Just that's my last thing. He, he will never score another free kick in his life. And if he does, <laughs> it'll be in a cup. Yeah, I, I, it's over. I, I actually don't even get excited when he steps up to the spot anymore. I do. I'm like, like this is the one. This is the one. Like sometimes he'll like get at like a different angle than he usually takes them at, and I'm like, maybe, maybe this is the one. And then he just hits the wall again, and it's like, okay, man. Like, I've I've decided that there's only a certain angle he's gonna score it at. He's got to be like two to five yards back from the D probably like three or four and he's got to be like pretty dead center or like a little bit to the left or the right i was thinking like, like he, right at the top of the day yeah 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 like it's got to be like, like a gimme you know like the top of the day a little to the left it's got to be a gimme but that's my thing and you know what dude maybe against brentford maybe you try him and alvarez in the pivot again Maybe you try it. And you go with Picato left, Bowen right, and Kudus middle. I I would be and willing to see out. it. Like, because people will freak out, right? But, like, he he's supposed to be able to do that role. Like, like people are like, oh, he's he's not a pivot player. Like, well, well he is. We bought him just with not the hopes that of doing that. Yeah. And I think that this system that Moyes is playing is also like a part of his plan in hindsight. And I think he probably saw it and we never saw this coming, the four three three thing. Um But the reality is is like he's played in a pivot for a majority of his career and he was bought with the assumption that he can do this. Mm-hmm. Because we've gone to it before. We did it with him against Chelsea. We won that game. We did it with him against Luton. We won that game. We've done it. We've done it in other games, I believe. We've done it in Europe a bunch. Like, look, he has to be able to perform that role. Like, and Brentford are a very good team, and that those midfielders are pretty damn good. They'll give him problems, but he he just if he can't play in a pivot next to Alvarez with like Paqueta and Kudus in front of him, like helping with There's, ball retention and like passing, like being available for the ball, then what the fuck are we doing buying him for 30 million? There's not going to be a position for him eventually. Uh, there's going to come to a point where all of these guys are back and you say, well, where do we put James Ward-Prowse? Well, we can't put him at the 10 because Kudus needs to play there. Um, and I, I'm okay with sticking with the 4-3-3 and dropping Antonio for him. I'm totally okay with that. But I think... That the way things are going, especially with Bowen's form um, and Kudus not really having that much fun out there in the right, and with Paquette coming back, I, and like just generally us missing a target up front and somebody running the channels, I think that you have to try this four-two-three-one again. Mm-hmm. I think you we have to mix it up, and I think Ward Prowse should play in the pivot. And then if he can't do it well, then you bring Phillips in for him. You you're paying Phillips one hundred forty thousand pounds a week. And he is the man, one of the manager's favorite players, just in the world generally. We'll see, man. We'll see with that Phillips guy. I I'm running out of faith. He he's he just doesn't deserve to play. Like, well, yeah, I, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying from a tactical point of view. If you don't trust Warcross to play in the pivot, he's he is the guy. Or Suchek. I would be down with Suchek. Worked pretty well against Arsenal. I just don't like how slow Suchek and Alvarez is and how slow they turn. Because at least Ward-Prowse is like a little nimble, you know? Yeah, I'm not saying it's like the, the you know, my preferred option. I would prefer if Phillips just snapped out of the whatever, like, bullshit he's on right now. Yeah. But, like, if he's not going to do that, then you can't play him. It's, 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 it's regardless of how much he's making, it's – are you earning the minutes you get on the pitch? And as of right now, you can't stop getting red cards and putting the the ball into our own net. So no, yeah, I mean, I I totally agree with you. I think another thing to you know keep 
our eyes on is that there, there are going to be chances for him, especially if we can get through the round of 16 in the Europa League. Like, There's a lot of games coming up, and he's going to have to play mm-hmm. in some of them. So, like, look, it, it, there's reports he's going to get left out of the England squad now. It's just what we do. Um, but he he's going to have to earn it, man. Um, me, me personally... The more I think about it, I, I really hope that we try a four-two-three-one with Kudus behind Antonio and Bowen back out right. I, I think that Bowen has to be back out on the right wing. That was the that was the vision from the start. You know, that was what it was supposed to be. We never even saw that though, did we? We've never seen it once because Antonio was hurt, and then well, and then Kudus well, wasn't when in the team. Piquetta, when Piquetta, um Piquetta and Alvarez were suspended against Brentford last time. Uh, and we played 4-2-2. Or 4-4-2-2. With uh, Benrama and Kudus on the wings. And then Bowen and Antonio up front. I wonder, that, I wonder if that's the way he would go. I, I was that Kudus' first start? That was his second Premier League start. He started um, against Everton. We lost mm-hmm. one though. I remember he like got like we just like weren't winning his like first Premier League starts. It was like pretty funny actually. Um because I think uh we lost Everton, we drew with Palace, we lost to Brentford, and then we had that that week around the Everton game too. Mm-hmm. Was Brentford before or after Everton? Can't even remember anymore. I think it was before. Maybe. No, no, no. I think it was after. Uh, I Got think it was after. Here. It was Everton was right before Brentford. Yeah, it sounds right. And then Palace was after Brentford. Palace was. We played Crystal Palace. We played um, Everton, Brentford, Forest, Burnley, Palace. We played Palace after Burnley? Yeah. I, oh, you know what? That's right. That's not the way I remembered it. Ugh. I don't want to play against Ivan Tony, especially with a Gerd in the lineup. That sounds mm. sounds pretty disgusting. But at this point, I think I think this is the this has got to be the one where a change is made. One of them. Yeah, I no, I, I think it will be. And I think that with Piquetta coming back, I, I honestly, I have a pretty decent amount of faith that he is going to go with the four two three one and try it. Um, if you, You're speaking very boldly as if Piquetta is like guaranteed to be back for this game. I think he is. He was on the grass, bro. He was on the grass a few days before whatever this game was, Forest. And then we don't play until Monday. I could see him being on the bench. I think he's going to start. Listen, and man. you can shoot me in the face if he doesn't start. Because I'll tell you what, I don't want to be there for it. <laughs> Seriously. I can't, I can't do it again. The I, team uh, needs him. They're going to gonna rush him back. Even if he's not ready, he's going to play that game. Good. If if we're if we're rushing him back for for Bristol City, then we should definitely be rushing him back. We for, didn't rush him back for Bristol City. Stop that. It's not what you happened. Say so. It's not what happened. I was there. <laughs> you were in the room. That is not what happened. Doc gave him the okay. Doc gave him the okay. It was all cleared. Man, it's so fucked that everything went sideways off that game because we played so well the first ten minutes of that game too. And Moyes mm-hmm. is messing around with the Piquetta in the false nine with Kudus gone, Oof. bro. My Oof. goodness, my goodness, my goodness, Oof. my goodness. And then what? And then <laughs> we haven't scored since. Hey, hey, hey. Respect Maxwell Cornet's open play goal. <laughs> he was, yeah, you know man. what? He was fucking terrible against Sheffield United. And I, I look. I don't even like hate Cornet or like want to slander him. Or I, I, I feel terrible for him more than anything else because 
he is a good player. Or was a good was player. Was a good player. Or he, he is a guy who seems to be a very genuinely nice guy. He has never really complained. Maybe he's posted a few weird like Instagram stories, but like it's probably just sad. Um, <clears throat> to have the injury that he had and to go through all the shit he did. I'm, I'm just happy he scored a goal for us because he had enough disallowed goals for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but boy, is he a the disgrace? He is, he is a shell of a player. He he can't he can't pass the ball to where he wants to play it to, which like, to some extent might be sharpness sort of. But like he he can't like consistently make a pass. He looks super weak whenever he plays, mm-hmm. which he was not super weak at Burnley. No. It's, Not which probably has to do with this calf thing. He wasn't. I don't remember him being weak when he first got here either. No, and it's like it sucks. And he always seemed like one of the signs that wouldn't be like all that great. But like you know, he thought he'd bring something. It's just he. It just he was. He, he started off. He was lively at the very least. You know. Yeah. No. He was trying to. He was like a. He was something different. To the two clowns that usually play on the left. Yeah. Now I was excited for him. Like, everybody was excited for him. It sucks. I, I, I really do. I feel horrible for him. It, like, nobody should have to have an injury like that. It really sucks. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he, he is an atrocious, atrocious, atrocious footballer. Easily the worst <laughs> in our squad. Hey, don't disrespect Naya Figueroa. <laughs> That fucking guy. I'm so fucking sick, dude. So sick. Yeah. It's sad. He, dude, people are calling for a Bana, man. You know how bad you got to play? <laughs> yeah, right. Because <laughs> Bana literally can't move at all. He can't move. Like, people complain about Zuma. Bana is literally a statue. I mean, we keep playing like this where we're going to end up back in um, Agbana, <laughs> Zuma, deep block. Don't leave your own box defending. Which hey, dude, we might get some fucking results like that. Fulham away ball. Moyes sees the Moyes sees the Moyes out banner. He's like, all right, dude. Our 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 two, our two biggest league results in the last twelve months have come. Oh, you know what? No, no, no. Because Mavropano started against Arsenal, not Zuma. Yeah, that game was was that game. That game was Agbana and Mavropanos, right? Yeah, and then I would, the other one I was talking about was uh, Fulham away last year. Uh, Those two make for a good partnership, Agbana and Mavropanos. They're like a buddy cop movie. Just like <laughs> so like... <laughs> just like a comedic duo. It's just 21 Jump Street, but it's Agbana Literally. and Mavropanos. Mavropanos is Channing Tatum and Agbana is Schmidt. <laughs> or hell, whatever the fuck. Oh my god. I I I really don't know where we go from here. Like if if Paqueta is back and we don't win a home game against like 14th in the league or whatever, it's it's gonna get weird. I'm all but like I, smiles I, right now. I, I will pivot. I'll pivot. Yeah. Like we lose we lose the first game Paquette's back. He 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 puts in like a six out of ten for his standards and like the alarm bells go off. <laughs> Dude, I, I, <laughs> everyone, I panic. I panic. Everyone is like in conversation to be sold. Moy's like we're, we're we're talking about is it really the end of the world if we get Steve, Steve Cooper in? <laughs> <laughs> nah, it it'll never get that bad. I'll I'll ride out with Moyes in this season, even if we have the hour dice three wins and the new year. Um, but yeah, no, if, if Paquetta comes out and he like is a little slow at first, if his passes like aren't crisp, cause you remember he had that stretch in November, the game that sticks out to me, it was before the forest game where he fucking, he was fucking terrible. Like people forget, like he, um, obviously started out the season great. And then after the Villa game through the Burnley game. The Burnley game especially. Couldn't fucking string a pass together. It was so weird. <laughs> it, it was like super weird. I remember, He had like a, 
because he was like he was doing a ton of work like without the ball, which was awesome and it was what made it bearable. Um, mm-hmm. But I remember going to post a tweet on the Hammering Away account um, after the Burnley game to be like, oh, look how many times he won the ball back. And it, his passing percentage was like 57%. And I was like, oh, I don't <laughs> want to post this. Like, 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 what if a rival fan sees it, dude? Like, what the fuck? But yeah, if if he comes back moving the ball like that, I'm I'm gonna gonna really panic. He was just joking around. There's no time for jokes at this point. He knows that. He knows. He knows. He knows. He knows. He knows we need him. I don't know what we're gonna do with that guy, or what we're gonna do without that guy. There's nothing to do. Like, we can talk. We can sit here and talk as long as we want about like what's going to happen next summer. But if we basically, if we don't get as we're kind of screwed. Like no, we can evolve and do something different. But if he know, goes, man. if he goes, right. You, you have to buy two players. You have to buy a striker and you have to buy a left winger. We're going to spend a lot of money on a striker anyway. I feel like. Yeah. But if he stays, I don't know. He's still got to buy a winger. It's a – it's this is what's – again, it's, it's tied in his job. Who's the kid? I think he was a winger that he liked playing in like Chile or something. Oh, Osorio. Yeah. Is he going to – Does he still exist? Nah, he's, he's a figment of our imaginations. Where did he but play like, Chile? Like, yeah, we we like are gonna need some side ten specials in the summer. Like, oh, he just sold. Oh yeah, that's right. He did move. Where did he go? Fucking how do you spell? How do you say that? The Midland. The oh, he's he's in in, uh, in the Netherlands. Oh, and, oh, 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 right. No, I thought that they played in Denmark. No, yeah, they're Denmark. My fault. Yeah. I always think that them and uh, Osman's old club were rivals, but it's only because they both play in Denmark and I can't spell their names. Are they not rivals? I, I have no idea. They might be. Um, but, yeah. he This kid's got, uh, he's got some four goals. He's got four goals in, in like, four starts. Hey, 11 better, appearances. It's better stats than... Um, Yawning now. Uh, it's better stats than uh, Osman. Yeah, Brighton boy. He, he scored against. Uh, Os- he put a goal on Osman's head uh, in 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 thirteen minutes in a sub appearance. You know what's gonna break me is like if Osman like scores this weekend or he, like scores in the Conference League, people are, like fucking <laughs> posting it. Just let oh, it go, man. Uh, like we're gonna need some side and specials in the summer, J- just like from a price point of view, because uh, you know we we probably have to spend big on a center back. Probably gonna uh, spend big on, on a center striker. backs. Probably gonna spend big on a striker. I would be cool with one big center back, a side and special center back, a new center mid. It's like mid level price, a right back. He's gonna, you know, he's gonna have to sign um. So, Young Who? What was his name? The right back. The right back. He was watching at the Asia Cup instead of signing a winger. This guy just goes on free vacations. Fucking Brazil. He's not. He's not looking at any of these guys. Let's let's be real here. He better sign somebody. He better, dude. You know what? I've decided. I, I want. I want that that Korean right back. And you know what? I've also decided. I think he's gonna be really good. And you know what? I've, you know what else I decided? He's better than Kufal. Because <laughs> he, dude, he is a disgrace. Sick of watching him play, bro. And then he started playing with Kudus this year, doing chops inside. He thinks he's Ronaldo now. <laughs> he's an idiot. And you know, he's a fucking idiot for Sheffield United, too. He's a clown. Dude, I, I can't look at him. So sick no, I actually of can't it. look at that guy. I'm sick of it. Like, he's, he's dodging a lot of slander right now because. Like, truly no one else is really playing that well. He's just and playing, he's just, like, normal bad. He's playing normal yeah. bad. But he's been normal bad for a while. 
and it's just, I mean, and Ben Johnson, I like how he can pass. Ben, ben Johnson might have the worst end product out of any fullback in the Premier League. It's so sad because he's actually so good besides that. He can even play, bro. It's just like, what's his deal? He can't cross the – why can't he cross the ball? Why is he a better crosser with his left foot than his right foot? Right? Like, how are you learning this? Like, why are you spending so much time crossing with your left? You are right back, sir. He, he's – I don't know what he is. He's just – he just he's needs to learn how to cross the ball. He just needs to pick somebody out. He just needs to just pick focus. his head up. You can't – it's like it's like those kids when you play basketball with them and they're looking at the ball while they dribble. <laughs> it's insane. Sick of that. And I'm sick of Kufal like having a little bit of end – he's like picking people out this year now. Can't do anything else. He like he honestly doesn't even do that that well. Like he he did it a few times this year, but like every time I see him in the lineup, I'm like, oh, at least we'll get a few good crosses today. Like we usually don't. No, I I don't think that we're gonna get a good cross. I just think that hey, if he's given acres of space, he might cut it back instead of just fucking smashing it high and past everybody, <laughs> or he might like float it, you know. Mm-hmm. And then he got thrown off the Czech national team this year. Remember that? What the hell was that? Oh my god! Yeah, like thirty. What the with hell? He's like thirty with kids. It's like going out to the clubs and stuff. Like ridiculous. So call your call your daughter or something, man. Like call your wife. be a family man. Yeah, he, that's the thing. He is a family man. What is he doing? He's got to be there for them. Oh my god, bro! And then Suchak. Everything's been said about him. There's nothing left to say about him. Yeah. I'm I'm very defeated by this team, by this club right now. I am beat into the ground. And you know what? It's not even about as much the results. The results have been fucking terrible, especially this last one. It's the discourse around it and the lack of just normalness. Mm-hmm. Just just can't just can't be normal. I just been just waiting for the day Paqueta comes back and saves just saves us all. Everyone's gonna go back to good form. We're gonna start winning games. Claret and booze and and fucking whoever the opposite of him is. Uh West Ham oh, online. No, and no, West no, Ham no. online and Claret and no, Blues are no, you know who's the opposite of him? It's the, the guy with the uh the upside down Craig Dawson profile picture. Who? I think his name's Paul. Like Paul? he's always tweeting pro moist stuff, which is respect, but like it's super funny. You know who he is, man. If you look up his at, he's like the most pro moist person on the website. Isn't that Jamie? Who's Jamie? Am I making up guys now? Is this True Hammer we're talking about? No, Club Shop Hammer. At not Paul 1985X. There's no way you don't see this person's tweets, dude. Seeing Jean-Marie oh, and Marco Arnautovic both score in a Champions League knockout round just makes you wonder what could have been if we kept Moyes the first time around. Like, no thanks, bro. Like, Mo- like we would have been fine under Moyes if we kept him the first time around. But, like, we would not have been going into Europe and shit. Like, he genuinely evolved when he was gone. That's such, like, revisionist history. I'm just, like, glossing over a lot. It's funny. Did but, he uh... sign Arnautovic? Like, he... Fixed them. He made him, but like, speed for real. You like Arnautovic, like like played well under Pellegrini too. You know, uh, he was great under Pellegrini. He probably yeah. Like it's not like, it's not like he wouldn't have went to China if it wasn't if, if Moyes was there. <laughs> yeah, he he might have went to China with a black eye, but <laughs> literally, <laughs> but he would have went. Ugh, man, he should have stayed. Fucking clown. Was then, you know, we should have brought him back in January 2022. I still think it's ridiculous because he wanted, because he was on 70k a week, really. Right, and we're paying, we're paying Calvin Phillips 140k. That was insane. That was so insane that we went through that. We could have won the Europa League with him. Uh huh. Now he's scoring for Inter. 
I'm I'm super happy for him though. Super Absolutely. happy to see him enter scoring in the Champions League. He missed a huge chance, but he like did good. Made sure to put away the next one. Yeah. Was the goal good? It's a rebound. He just like smashed it, and somebody tried to block it on the line, like kicked it into the roof. Good for him. Yeah. Anyways, though, I I think that that's the episode. I we'll be back after the Brentford game. We will be consistent again. But this this club is it's beating me to a pulp right now. Any final words? Any anything that anyone that we didn't talk about? Anything bothering you? Alvarez is good. Alvarez is, Alvarez good. is a good footballer. That's a Thank God for him. Edson Alvarez. He's and legitimately the only person in good form at the club right now. And thank God for Mark Noble. Mark Nobes for interim interim manager. Give it Nobes end of the season. Caretaker. We'll have Mark Noble on next week after we lose to mm-hmm. Brentford. And we will we'll talk to him about his uh how he's gonna prepare for Everton is who we play after Brentford, I think. Dude, can you imagine we play Everton after they get like a few points back if they get any from this uh, appeal? I will blow my brains out. That'd be good. That that means they could chill. No, I, you know, I'm gonna be mad if they get anything back from that. I don't think that they should. Honestly, they won't. They won't. Let's be real. You got any any final thoughts on anybody? Azuma sucks. That's another one. Azuma sucks. We didn't do enough of that. Um, Fabianski sucks, by the way. Just another. <laughs> and that was funny. awful. That was awful. really funny. He's no, he's fucking terrible. I, I don't even remember which of the games he came in now. Whether it was United, that was that was, that was United. United. He was he was horrendous. He's absolutely he's pathetic. That was the funniest. I, I, I would I would play Ariel in the Europa League matches. Honestly, like it, it, it's mm-hmm. it's it's enough. It's enough. Those games mean too much to be fucking around with Fabianski. It's enough. Anyway, um, anything. I'll stop stealing stuff. Calvin Phillips, I'm never gonna forgive you for getting my account suspended. Fuck you. Fuck you, Calvin Phillips. <laughs> You're ridiculous, bro. Anyways. Nobody's thank you everybody listen for listening. This club will be the death of all of us. We'll talk to you next week. Find us on Twitter. At hammering underscore away. Uh, the website is hammering dash away dot blog. Um, the Instagram is hammering away underscore. And the TikTok is hammering dot away. Um, peace. Fuck. Hyper. Hyper. Hyper.